All right, welcome to Making the Argument. Before we get started, I have a very important announcement. We have a brand new deal with GoodRanchers.com. That's right. If you go into Good Ranchers and you use promo code Nick and you sign up for one of their subscriptions, you're not only going to get $15 off, but do you remember the old deal where you got two pounds of ground beef with each order? Well, we just upped the game. That's right. You can choose top sirloin, salmon, chicken breast, or bacon now. Every single order you get on that subscription is going to come with free. Top sirloin, salmon, chicken breast, or bacon. You get to choose which one if you use promo code Nick. And again, $15 off on top of that. That's a savings of $480 in meat by signing up for one of those subscriptions. Not to mention the fact that if you are looking for a gift for someone that is impossible to shop for, you can go on to GoodRanchers.com and get one of their brand new gift boxes. Now, this is a limited time only offer. It's part of their overall Black Friday special. So go on to GoodRanchers.com to get more details. Sign up for promo code Nick and to get that deal and let's get on with the show. Well, Christmas is coming up and if you're a dude, you've probably not quite started shopping yet. But the bottom line is you probably do have people in your life that are expecting some sort of gift from you on Christmas. Now, this could be true of the ladies as well, but I'm not going to presume. I'm just going to point out that there's probably still shopping, wrapping, and all those things to be done, and uh, you need to get to it, but you're probably wondering, gosh, how do I make a statement with the presents that I buy this year? Now, this lovely shirt is an example of that, and we're going to get to that later, but we're actually going to equip you with the tools that you need to find things that you can buy for the people that you love from companies that don't hate you. What a novel idea. As always, I'm your host, Nick Freitas, member of the Virginia House of Delegates, but other than that, a good person. My beautiful wife, Tina, queen of the bees. Hello, everyone. Our political prognosticator and resident historian, Christian Hines. Hello. We have the good Hamilton, the one that doesn't like central banking. Good afternoon. And the new producer of producers, Sour Patch Lids, Lydia, is with us here today. Hello, Lydia. Hello. I am so excited. I hope that you guys are all joining us over on our Volley chat in the Volley app. We have an awesome chat over there where everybody jumps in, posts their videos, argues with each other, and tells us what we can do better. So definitely check that out. I, not to be sexist, but as a lady, I am so excited about this Christmas season because I do love shopping. So let's get into it. So before we get to some of the details, some of the specifics because we're going to actually talk about a couple of things. Kind of, I have I have what might be considered a controversial take on uh, some of the kind of the, the conservative shopping movement. I have something of a controversial take on that. We're going to get to that. But before we do that, we saw this video by Ryan Long. I don't know if you've ever seen this guy. He's a comedian. The guy's hysterical. Uh, he, he, did a, he did a really funny uh, clip a while back on racist versus woke and demonstrating that it was almost impossible to tell the difference. And uh, he did he did this other video uh, out on YouTube and he was talking about the various advertisers that come in for conservative uh, podcasters and YouTubers and woke progressive podcasters and YouTube. So he did this video. We're going to play this for you right now. Go ahead and listen and watch along. We're going to take a quick break here to tell hey, you about our sponsors. sponsors. Now, this episode is brought to you by Bunker Vitamins. The world is ending, folks. You're going to want all the nutrients that you can get. All right, comrades. This next segment is brought to you by Monsanto and Pepsi Cola. Now, this is an anti-critical race theory cup. For those of you who hate propaganda, you're going to love drinking out of this. And that tax the rich moment was brought to you by Amazon and China National Petroleum. This is just a <laughs> mug that says liberals are bad. And she's list and she's bank. Folks, I you can't wait to with a new product, Freedom Water. Now, this is just a jug of water for those who love freedom. Good old-fashioned American H2O. Citadel and Berkshire Hathaway. January 6th commemorative Patriot Plungers. Now, if you use the promo code election stolen. This podcast is also a collaboration with Netflix Podcast Studio, HBO, and Hulu. Now, this is Second Amendment computer paper here. It's just a blank sheet of paper for those out there that love the Second Amendment. State farm insurance if you want to save. This is a Patriot pillow, folks. As you know, the Civil War is about to happen. You're going to want a good night's sleep first. Ten huh. reasons why you should get boosted brought to you by Pfizer <laughs> now the segment 10 reasons why the economy is crashing is actually brought to you by gold bars now there's just an actual gold bar that you can buy with the promo code Patriot let them know we sent you but do you know who's really into equity and inclusion Mercedes-Benz. Now this is a top of the line vehicle. Handles curves like no other in its class. Now I recommend you get on this because as you know, the American dollar will be as good as dust in less than a week. If you buy two cars this holiday season, they will throw in your pronouns on the license plate. 
No charge. <laughs> now that left wing cringe moment was brought to you by America First Dirt. Now this is just good old fashioned American dirt. Oh, cringe. Uh, anyways, that right wing cringe moment is brought to you by Soros Fund Management. Now this is the real deal dirt here. You're not gonna find this kind of dirt in hell holes like Venezuela. Planned Parenthood. Mothers Against Prosecution Reform. And that is why we need to raise the minimum wage. Now let me tell you about Apple Worldwide. They are opening factories around the world. If you want to stand up and say no, I will not let America be turned into Venezuela by the end of this calendar month, you're gonna want this can opener. 0.001% of those profits will be going to help marginalized genders. 0.001% of the profits from bunker vitamins go to supporting the troops. Oh my God, we got 100K from the Democratic Party. I just want to say that Joe Biden is a great, sharp, cognizant president. He is the GOAT. <laughs> and get your vaccines. Now this is the Patriot Blind Cane for the visually impaired patriots. Just because you can't see, doesn't mean you have to be blind to the onslaught the Biden administration <laughs> is waging on your family. Use promo code Let's Go Brandon. I'm personally of the mind that bunker ties should not be associating with the Patriot Hour. I would email them immediately. As some of you may have heard, Bunker Ties has parted ways with us after a little bit of heat on Twitter. And I just want to say that Bunker Ties does not support freedom of speech. I recommend anyone watching at home burn their Bunker Ties immediately. <laughs> this is no longer a tie for people who love America. Maybe you should just contact their employer. So Patriot Water has in fact dropped us as a sponsor and I recommend everyone at home burn their Patriot Water effective immediately. All right, let's do a local fair trade organic coffee review brought to you by McDonald's. <laughs> I am loving it. Patriot pipe cleaners. Now, this is a great way to fight back against a totalitarian government trying to put your kids in Chinese internment camps. And these burgers were made with 100% local uh, diversity hires. Now this here is a Patriot bath bomb. For those of you lucky enough to escape the communist takeover, you're gonna wanna treat your wife to something nice. And just a reminder, we have four days left until climate change destroys the planet. So just a reminder to fly America. Remember, the apocalypse is coming. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. it it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. How accurate it, it is. is so it's, accurate. it's a fair critique of yeah. both conservatives. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're kind of saying this as a conservative podcast, right? But it's a fair critique of conservative and liberal podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It truly yeah. is. No, no, yeah, they, they, the the left side will always argue about you know how they're they're sticking up for the little guy and sticking into those evil mean corporations who sponsor everything they do from Drag Queen Story Hour to the news. I actually wrote something on Twitter yesterday um, and Facebook, and I said it's genuinely hilarious that a significant number of left wing progressives in this country call themselves the resistance when virtually every single institution in America not only agrees with the worldview but actively pushes it on the rest of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The media, academia, Hollywood, Wall Street, and the federal administrative state are all on your side. These aren't conservative institutions trying to oppress you. They're almost all entirely run by left-wing ideologues who agree with you. So what the hell are you resisting? Well, <laughs> well that's the thing. Like Woke is woke has almost become a, a way for people to appear courageous in situations that require no courage, right? Like no actual sacrifice required. It, you too can be brave. And, and appeal virtuous without any virtue. Yeah. Well, and so it, it, what's interesting is this. Now, um, obviously there's, there's, because all of the major, you know, companies out there, like from, I mean, Walmart is, is, I mean, was at least run for a while there by a former Green Beret, right? So you would have thought that, okay, this is, you know, Sam Walton, the Walton family, you know, more of a conservative leading you know, family, at least on some individual level, but you can see right now they're sponsoring all the crap that we see going on. Amazon never set up to be anything other than more like left wing. Um, and, and target is ultra left wing oh, yeah. bank of America. Like, you know, like, you know, BlackRock. like you see all, all the people that are either, either running these companies or investing in these companies or, or, or managing investment funds. They all have this left wing agenda. They're all pushing really, really hard on, on all the things that typically if you're a conservative, they do not like your values and they treat you like crap. In fact, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Cotton, right? He's just, he's just not my, I'm not, I'm not saying I hate the guy or anything like that, but he's just not my type of conservative typically. But he had this scene where Kroger, Kroger was doing a big merger. They're going to merge all these grocery stores. And they were, they were basically coming and testifying why the government should allow them to do this. And Cotton got up there and essentially said, look, I've been warning you guys and I've been warning companies like you for years now that 
you know, you, you want to sit there and trash conservatives. You want to fund um, all, all these different campaigns. You want to trash their values. You want to silence them. You want to deplatform them. You want to fire them. And then all of a sudden, when you want to make a business decision, you come to us. You come to the Senate and you rely on the Republican senators to put the, the guys that are tip and this is the way he described it, the guys that are typically free enterprise to push back against our Democrat friends who typically want to regulate the regulate everything. And you re you rely on us to do it despite the fact that you repeatedly trash our our supporters, trash our values. He goes, so he goes, um, I'm just gonna tell you this. I'm sorry this has happened to you. Hope it works out. And then he clicked his off button. Yeah, he said, right good luck. And yeah, good luck. Yeah, I'm sorry this happened to you. Best of luck. I was like, you know what? Good on you, man, because we're the, all tired of that Give crap. the context there because there was something particular that Kroger was doing to its employees where they were, like, mm -hmm. firing employees for not wearing, like, pro-LGBT like apparel. Stuff, yeah. And they said, well, it wasn't pride. Yeah, it was. It was a very obviously pride stuff. And they were, they were firing if they didn't wear it. And, and, and again, it's not and like. Cotton's whole point was is yeah. that. Don't come to me yeah. and say, please help us get this Albertson merger because that, that's the grocery store yeah. chain that they're trying to merge with, which is, I think, a big one out west. Yeah. Um, and, and they're like, please don't come to me begging for Republican help you know, to push through this Albertson merger in the face of Democrat opposition to it when you're firing my party's supporters and voters. Yeah. Like I, simply because they don't want to wear something that identifies with woke progressive values yeah. while they're in the workplace. Yeah. They just want to show up and do their job and do it well. That's it. That's what they want to do. And look, okay, you fired them. But then you don't get to come to me and say, well, gosh, what? Are the yeah, I may agree with your overall position here, but I'm not inclined to help you. Because, it, first of all, the arrogance involved, right? The arrogance involved with so many of these companies where they, they feel like they can just treat people, like treat conservatives like crap because they don't perceive us as, as having a great deal of, well, it's two reasons. They don't perceive us as having a great deal uh, of influence culturally, right? But then on top of that, they also don't think that we're going to change our spending habits because, quite frankly, there's not a lot of alternatives. Now, this is the part where I'm going to get a little bit controversial, with, with our side, because there, I, I am happy to see that there are more companies that are kind of stabbing up, pushing it against, against the wokeness and, and things like that. And look, I don't expect them to be perfect all the time. A lot of people got mad at Black Rifle Coffee because they didn't, they didn't feel like they properly supported Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, I get it. You can be mad at them for that, but they're still like head and shoulders above Starbucks, right? And, and a lot of other companies that are like going out of their way um, to, you know, to slam or else. But here's what I don't here's what I don't like. Here's what I get very very tired of. I get tired of companies suggesting that I should buy their product, oftentimes overpriced or or not of particularly good quality because it's American made or we support your values. Well, look, I'm I am thrilled that it's American made. I'm thrilled that you support my values. You know what I'm not thrilled about? Paying too much for crap. If you're going to tell me it's American made or you support my values, you know what I expect to see on the product that I receive? Something of quality, something that I would want to buy. I would like American made to stand for something more than costs a lot more. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, I don't expect it to be the cheapest. I expect a good intersection of, I expect value. And what value means, it's a good intersection between the price I had to pay and the quality of the thing that you sent me. But Freedom Water is good old-fashioned American <laughs> H2O. Burn your Freedom Water, Christian. They, they don't support freedom of speech. Now, this I, message I, brought to you by Patriot Supply. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the unspoken thing in that um, clip that we just watched, or that if you just listen to, if you're honest, uh, if you're listening to us on an audio platform, is... Um, by the way, if you're listening to us on audio, go on YouTube and watch this. Yeah, you got to watch this. You've got to watch this. It's um, But the unspoken thing that was brought up here is the the difference between the format in which the left and right will will market themselves to their own audience. So if you're listening to this podcast, you are you have probably been inundated with similar marketing ploys and strategies that have been used by the conservative side of this of this, you know, parody, right? Yeah. And what I just love is it's almost like this subtle grifting, right? Like like you said, yeah. poor quality products that usually cost a whole lot more, but they're simply being marketed as, oh, well, they're American. Yeah. And, you know, I guess you're just not a real conservative if you, you know, if you don't buy this product. Yeah. But then the funny thing is, is that there was also a little bit of cancel culture in there, right? You saw yeah. that the liberal podcast that was like, you know, I don't think Bunker Ties should be partnering with, <laughs> yeah. with this yeah. podcast. And then he cuts to them and it's like, after some heat on Twitter, we parted ways, burn your Bunker Ties, <laughs> yeah. burn your Freedom Water. Yeah. And so like, 
I definitely agree with you because as a conservative who I don't watch TV, right? I haven't watched TV since 2016. Yeah. So I get most of my news either through Twitter or YouTube. Yeah. Um, or occasionally through podcasts like this. And when I watch conser- like explicitly conservative outlets, the stuff that's being pushed there on a marketing side isn't it's stuff that just doesn't excite appeal, me at all yeah. or appeal to me at all. Yeah. Well, or, even or if it does, though, there's niche. They're niche, definitely. But like, I have a story about a situation like this because one thing that kind of bothers me is when, um, you know, a company will go, oh, we're former military. So we're going to really tout that we're former military, yeah. we're a veteran owned company, and we're patriots, the whole deal. And uh, one time I saw these gorgeous flags that were made of um, wood and the woodwork was beautiful. It was, and they, they piece it together and you could order it up with like their unit crest on it and the whole deal. And so I had ordered one for Nick for, I, I think I wanted it for father's day and they were like, Oh, we're 11 weeks out from being able to fill this order. And then at the 11 week mark, you know, Oh, you know, we got so many orders where we're on back order. It's going to be, you know, three more months. And then um, they kind of reach, like I reach out, they kind of let me know that things aren't kind of going right or whatever. And the next thing I know, they're saying, oh, we're shutting our doors and um, you're not getting anything back. So I had already paid for this item. Mm -hmm. And over the span of six months, they kind of jerked me around and the whole deal. And so now what does that do to me? And and I don't know if that happened to other people too. It probably most definitely did. Um, Now when I see things like that and I'm going, oh, well, they're just using the veteran-owned thing as a ploy to get me to trust them. And now, you know, we're, you know, we got screwed over. And and so, yeah, a lot of these type of (laughs) ideas, just they draw in the grifters, like, Christian was saying they they draw in the people that are trying to make a quick buck and hey I can latch onto this too and you know at that time I saw like multiple different things with the same type of products but anyway if you're anything like me it makes you really leery to go for anything you see like that after that yeah. well and and again I, I go back to the yeah. there, there's this there's this idea that's kind of taken hold in the conservative psyche with respect to economics that doesn't make a great deal of sense and that's the idea that Everything made in the United States should be good, should be better, should be that. And it's like, okay, but there's something called comparative advantage within the concept of economics, which is to say that certain economies do certain things better than other economies. All right. Typically, the United States economy, because of how advanced it is, because of how advanced, I I know this sounds crazy because of the state of our education, but comparative with a a lot of other places, most of the world, right, our educational infrastructure, our our access to, you know, our internet, like all of these things is so much more advanced than most places in the world, which means the the U.S. economy should be fueled more by things that are, are essentially cutting edge, we, you, that's the way you keep an economy constantly thriving is by staying at the cutting edge of everything that you're doing. And then other economies that are not as developed tend to take the role it take, take the role on of doing other things that are usually more labor intensive and don't require as much skill, education, or access to capital and technology. That's the reality, right? So there's a lot of things that, that people are kind of insisting like, well, this has to be made in America and in America that by comparative advantage, it doesn't make sense to do it that way. Now, the, the part where that kind of diverges is when you get into some of your more custom products, right? So for instance, when we see things with like some of the stuff with maybe like coffee or some like apparel items um, or things like that, that's why when I buy American, I'm expecting good quality. I'm expecting something that's going to last longer than the the shirt you buy, you know, that you know was made in China, right? Yeah, you're definitely better. You're expecting better materials, yeah. higher quality, better craftsmanship. That's yeah. that's what you expect when you see made in America. Yeah. So so here here's the point. I'm not so just to clarify. I'm not telling people don't buy made in America. I'm not telling, like I want America I want the American company which or excuse me American economy which means American companies, American producers to be the best in the world. I want them to be cutting edge. But you you have to actually be cutting edge. You actually act you have to actually be good at what you do 
if you want to do that. You can't just exclusively rely on appeals to or appeals to people's patriotism or their, you know, their respect for veterans or for law enforcement or just for your, your political values. You have to actually provide the good or service that you're advertising in a way that, you know, actually appeals to someone and delivers on the promise. And, and to that point, as we look at this, like, so, so let's say, okay, you're, you're someone that you're, you're sick and tired of all these big companies that are basically treat you like crap. And so you're, you're looking for ways to be able to, let's say diversify because you're not going to, you're probably not going to totally cut out the supermarket, right? You're probably not going to totally cut out Amazon. Okay. But you can be smarter about it. So like Lydia, you've, you've actually done some research on this. Like what are ways that people can actually engage in the marketplace to get quality stuff, not just crap, not to just say you did it, quality stuff from quality companies that are not going to turn around and then finance Planned Parenthood and Drag Queen Story Hour. <laughs> right. So there are multiple levels that you can engage with this at. Probably the easiest level is one that I use because I'm weak and unwilling to give up Amazon. I love Amazon <laughs> way more than I should. It has everything I need at a reasonable price. One thing you can do if you're going to insist on using Amazon is something called Amazon Smile. So this is where Amazon gives, I think it's a tiny fraction of a percentage of your purchase price to the charity of your choice. I've chosen Project Veritas because that's still a charity you can choose. And I was trying really hard to find a list of these Amazon Smile charities. You can go into the Amazon website. So it's on the website, not the app, but you can go in and you can select a charity that you want to donate to. And a lot of them are not crazy off the wall left-wing uh, charities. You have Project Veritas. I'm sure there are pro-life charities in there as well. I actually heard of one recently that I actually kind of wanted to switch to you haven't gotten to it yet wasn't able to find the list go into amazon.com and check it out if you're unwilling to give up amazon there are more levels like we were talking about buying american this is also an option but at the same time even if you're buying american if you're buying from an, a company in portland they might may, might not even support your values um as a whole so you need to really analyze if that's the best option I understand wanting to be patriotic and keep our money inside the country, not give it to China. And some people don't care about, you know, companies in Portland disagreeing with their views as long as they actually like go through with a, a high quality product and don't shove their politics down their, uh, our throats. Um, so that's a really good option to think about too. And like you guys were talking about, it does mean it's more expensive. Some products actually can't be made in the US. There's some stuff that we have to get from overseas. And unfortunately, China is one of our biggest suppliers of stuff like rare earth metals that you can't make like tech without. We were talking to a guy on Timcast IRL who was trying to make a freedom phone and he was not able to oh, make yeah. it in the U.S. Yeah. because some of these things, they're found in Alaska, but we won't touch Alaska. This is something that Jack Posobiec talks about at length, for sure. But because they come from China, can't be made in the U.S. So if you do find something made in America, I think that if it is high quality, it's something you should invest in, but just keep an eye on them. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about Public Square. I Nick, do. But Public Square is a cool app. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> I do want to talk rules. about it. So I just, okay, by the way, I, sh I should have said this up front. We have no affiliate marketing with anybody. Can you explain what Yeah, so affiliate is. marketing. So you, again, when they're talking about like, buy your freedom water, use promo code, blah, blah, blah. Now, first of all, there's nothing wrong with affiliate marketing. I wouldn't mind doing affiliate marketing someday, but I want I want our audience to know that if we talk about like things like Public Square, if we talk about various companies or stuff like that, none of them are giving us money, right? None of them have paid wait, us to do this. Wait, that check that I got from Freedom Water <laughs> wasn't? <no. laughs> Burger check from Freedom Water. They don't support freedom of speech. So, um, so again, so just so you know, we're, we're not like, we're not, if we are, if we bring up a particular company, it's either because we've used them and we've appreciated what they've done, but nobody's like, and if we do have a sponsorship, we will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. We will always tell yeah, you if we course. have a sponsorship, but, but public square is something that I've been interested in because this is one of the, this is one of the issues that we see, right? Usually the way that you hear about these companies that let's say they pass the threshold, right? They, they support your values and they give you good value for what you're buying, right? Cause that's, that's what I'm looking for. Good so value. Nick, I've never even heard of public square. Th this sounds like I'm teeing up an advertisement for something we haven't even been paid to advertise for, <laughs> but it's a genuine question. I've never even heard of public square until five minutes ago. Yeah. I've never been to the website or anything yes. like this. This actually looks it looks good, doesn't it? Quality. It actually looks like high quality. Yeah. yeah. When I go to <laughs> conservative websites, they look <laughs> like they were pieced together by some guy in the in his basement. They they, they look like you know what they look like? 
a lot of these conservative websites yeah. look like that they've been created by some 50-something-year-old member of your local Republican committee. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, Daryl <laughs> took a class online yeah. on how to do Jim, yeah. Jim Googled how to set up the WordPress site. <laughs> well, no, like, the okay, best, the so best, tell us, tell the, us exactly what that walk is. Walk me through please. this. What is this? Like, imagine that I, well, I actually am. I've never heard of this company. Yes. I've never been to their website. I don't know anything about this. Christian's yeah, like, man. talk to me like I'm three. Yeah, so what is this? I would love to talk to you Why like should I three. use it? Okay, first things first, be quiet so I can talk to you about what this does. All right, so so think of Public Square as it kind of like an Amazon, which is a, it, like I can go on here and I can search for companies. Now, on Amazon, you're going on and you're searching for individual products, right? And you're buying the product, and Amazon has their deal with the products. Public Square is set up to do a couple of different things, right? You can search for things based off of categories, just like you would expect to on Amazon or something else. But then what it does is that it actually gives you a quick link to go to those websites to where you can buy products directly, or if you want to shop locally. So basically what happens is, is for someone who get on the public square, right, they meet a, a certain threshold with respect to the products and services that they provide. What is the mission of public square? Can you start there? Well, okay. Do, Lydia, do you want to kind of go into this? Absolutely, because I actually have the list of their values. Let me see if I can pull yeah, it's it up. Like I seven tried to send it to the Slack. It's seven That's principles. Right. So they, they have an emphasis on like patriotism, constitutional ideas, protection of human life, medical freedom, non-discrimination, and free markets. Okay, thank right? you. So if you, yeah. if you meet those criteria... With respect to your your company's As values, a company. yeah. So it's not your typical ESG or DEI that you see coming right, out. It's right, it's the opposite. BlackRock approved. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. Black, these are not BlackRock approved <laughs> companies. And the reason why that's so important is because the way that we've actually developed as consumers is that we do like to go to kind of one place and we want to find it online and we want to be able to find where they're at. Now, occasionally we want that like what, what we call brick and mortar experience, right? We actually want to walk into the store, we want to see the people in the face, we want to do that. And they actually provide a way to do that that Amazon doesn't, right? Like, I'm not looking right. for local things on Amazon. I just buy stuff and it comes up. The, these guys do it a little bit different. So they can, regardless of where you want to shop, they will find companies that provide those products and services that share those, you know, seven basic values that we talked about. And you can shop all over the country. And then they have a local option in the app. You can, you can go on your computer. You can go on your app on the phone. And you can say, okay, I want to search for companies that share these values but are local. Right. right. So again, it provides you an, another way of basically being able to engage. And, and, and this is another thing, again, another controversial opinion by Nick, because I will see people all the time saying, you know, buy local. Yes. Buy local if it's good. Right. If local's crap, don't buy local. Right. But like, for instance, we have a, we have a coffee shop here local that we absolutely love Raven's Nest. We go there and we love to support them, not just because they have a very quality product, but because we like the feel of being able to go in there know the people that we're engaging with. Same thing with our local Labita Loca is another place that we have here in Culpeper. Um, that, you know, you went and when you were actually looking at getting bees, like that's where you went to sign I up took for your her classes. Bee class. Yeah. Yes. So like there's, there's awesome. things like that, that, provide that sense of kind of like community that is wonderful. Um, but again, I, I always push back on this idea that, oh, I'm supposed to buy local because it's local. No, I will buy local because you provide something of quality. Um, and I, I appreciate the customer service value that that is rendered, right? That's why I'll buy local. So you can download the app on your phone. You go to Public Square. Like I've, I've got it up here and I start, now one of the things I love about this is I was, I was going through the app and they have the various categories, right? And you have the ones you expect, like, okay, here's beauty products, here's jewelry products, here's clothing, guns and ammo. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> like, course. all right, this is, I'm in the right spot. Um, yeah. And then again, you can go from there and, it, and it'll, it'll take you over to those links. But it, it's fairly easy to use. One of the things that, because I've done work in um, analytic software and, and things like that. And I remember they used to give us programs that were very, very capable, but the user friendly, like the, the user interface was just horrible or it took 27 steps to do everything. And I yeah. hated it. Whereas yeah. I, I went on here and within five minutes, I knew, I, I knew how to use it. It just made sense. I could go to my various categories. I could search for things that I wanted. I could click on it. I could go to their website. I could search local, would bring stuff up. Like it was, it was very easy to use and, and it was, and it was convenient. So this is one thing that I, I would say, if you're looking for kind of like a central hub of businesses, right. That, that again, share your values. Um, now I can't speak for the quality of everything on here, but like, for instance, I just brought up coffee 
And and in coffee, right? They got Boaz Coffee Company. Boaz, right? That's a biblical uh, term. You know, Cross Sabers Coffee, Gold River Trading Company, uh, Jumpstart uh, Coffee Company, uh, mainly coffee. Of course, I went to the one that said Beard Vet because that guy has coffee and beard grooming supplies. I'm like, nice. all right, you've you've got my attention. And the idea is too that you're you're hitting me on two levels. That's right. <laughs> and the idea is, too, that once more businesses join Public Square and sign up for it, that we'll be able to search locally for businesses in our yes. area. I think yeah. right now. Yeah, if you have a business, there's right. actually an option right on the app to add your business. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So this is actually an interesting component of the community, because if you want to add a business to Public Square that you think would be a great fit, like, for example, your coffee shop there in Culpeper, you can go and ask them and it's easy to sign up for the business. This is a form of advertisement to the kind of people that they want to engage with. Their core values are literally the anti-ESG because they start by saying, we believe the United States of America is a free country, a net positive to the world at large and worth protecting. Very strong start, polar opposite of ESG. They talk about valuing human life. They believe in free market economics. They believe in the rights of individuals to take responsibility for their own health choices, which, get, which gets right to the COVID thing. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's very thorough, but they do need people who are ambassadors who go around to these companies and ask them if they want to join. So this is something that people can do everywhere they are. And if you see someone who might be interested in being on this map, go talk to them for sure. And there's a really easy button to click on the site that helps the company sign up for it. And you can point them in the right direction. And that's how this grows is through word of mouth and through community, which I think is great too, but it does require some work. So work in progress, but it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, sure. awesome. I do, I do kind of wonder, um, you know, my brain always kind of goes, how could this be exploited? And right. I do kind of wonder, Man, the the left loves to cancel people and they love to insert themselves into every environment where they can expose who the conservatives are and try to dox them or whatever. And I do kind of wonder, you know, there might be companies that believe in these same values but may avoid being on there. Although usually if they really believe in these values, yeah. they're going to say whatever. We're getting you know? so like like for instance, I just went on and I looked at education because obviously we homeschool, right? We, and, and we a lot sound of, like an infomercial right no, now. No, I, I, <laughs> I was bringing that up earlier, and I was like, walk me through this. I've never seen what is this for? <laughs> wait, 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 script and line. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, no, like for instance, I just saw here on the on the education side they have my my father's world curriculum, right? And we used that curriculum for we our used own that kids. when the kids were young. Yeah, we oh, used it for cool. our kids when the young when and um some of the packs on there. And um, so I, I think part of this too, and, and this is something that, you know, we, we've talked about before. It's the whole idea of how do you, how do you stop from being canceled? Um, now, if you're Elon Musk, well, it's easy. You spend $44 billion and you buy Twitter, right? <laughs> no, more, yeah. no more canceled. <laughs> if you're the rest of us and maybe you're still waiting on that $44 billion opportunity, um, it, it is about, it's about fostering community within the marketplace. And, and we've talked about this a lot where we, we talk about politics is downstream from culture. And, and oftentimes when we talk about that, we focus on education, we focus on Hollywood, we focus on the media or academia, we focus on those things that influence culture. But another large component of that is the marketplace, right? The, the ability for someone to cancel you or like what BlackRock is doing now and what Bank of America has already talked about doing, which is to say that we will starve you of investment capital if you do not buy on to ESG. Right. That's the part where when I see something like this, I see something that is providing a, a degree of resiliency against what the process that the vast majority of businesses go through. So they start off small, they have a product, they start to expand, they start to develop. They're still private. At some point, they want to go public. They want to have an initial public offering. They want to do all of this. And they're going to need investment capital in order to expand their idea that they've already proven can work. And that's when all of a sudden they have to go to places like Bank of America and BlackRock and all these other investment funds. And what do they find out? What is your ESG like? What is your DEI programs like? Like what's, what's your, you know, again, diversity, equity, inclusion. What's your uh, environmental, social, and governance plan? That's what ESG and DEI stand for, right? What are those things? And if you don't have them or it's not up to, to snuff with these investments. And, and oh, by the way, you don't get to go in there and say, oh, our diversity program is we hire people that are the best for the job. 
right? That's that does not count, right? Mm-hmm. Our, our our environmental policy is we believe that as long as the the free market has the ability to be able to respond to consumer desires with respect to green energy, they're going to produce great product. That is not, you know, that's that that's not going to cut it on ESG. So how do you create an environment where all of a sudden companies that do have a good product and do are doing a good job can have access to customer base? That's step one, right? And that's what something like this does. Step two is going to be the, the investment. And this is, this is what I also find really interesting about this is that when, when we engage in the marketplace and when we vote with our dollar, because that's what you're doing, you're voting with your dollar. When you do that, you're essentially letting not only the company know that, hey, I appreciate what you did. I like the product that you made. I, I want you to do more of it, right? You're also letting private investors know where the future like investment opportunities are. But step right. one is they have to be able to establish themselves and find a customer base. And then step two is, is that you actually have, the, like the next step, the, the, the next step is not just, you know, uh, public square. The next step is when you actually have investment funds that are established and set up to provide capital to these companies that are that are now reached a level where they've proven that they're worthy of expansion. And and you you look at some of these companies; they're not going to last. Some of them are not going to last. They're going to try it out, and they're either going to get bought, they're going to go out of business because that's how the free market works. But that's why I find it encouraging when all of a sudden I start to see people that are doing a good job and providing a mechanism and connecting me with businesses that are providing, first and foremost, providing a product that I, a service that I want or need and that I'm willing to pay for. And then, uh, and then along with that are doing so in a way that doesn't, you know, step all over my values. I, I like this from a consumer perspective because there have been a, many times where a company will frustrate me and I'll go, I'm not shopping there anymore. Yeah. Um, for instance, I used to really love shopping at Target. I mean, I my little girls were all decked out in Target's little dresses <laughs> and things like that because they were affordable and they were adorable. And, um, and just over time, they have just gotten worse and worse and worse with their whole pushing this woke ideology to the point where um, I, haven't, I hadn't shopped there for over a year. And it was, I, I decided to stop shopping there because they started carrying the underwear to pack yeah. to make it look like you're a boy when you're a girl. Oh, um, wow. They had bust binding, binding um, you know, section on, on their website for the girls and, and the fact that they had segregated their products. So you walk in and like at our target off to the left, it's like, it's all, um, people of color owned businesses. And then, yep. then there's the rest of the stuff. And I'm like, why are we segregating? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Th- that to me seems- Oh look, Target has segregated all the minorities in the one section of their store. They're it's gone racist. Well, and, I, like I, so, get, but, I go to Target every single week, unfortunately to buy soda. Traitor. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'll walk in and it's just like, oh, it's some woke holiday that's coming up because look at what they've, how they've decked out their store. Like it's, it's you know what's really sad though? Target had their earnings call like I think like a month ago or something like that, and they reported <laughs> they reported that four hundred million dollars worth of merchandise from their stores was stolen this year. Wow! Yeah. Because well, of policies that they have they been supporting. For. Yeah, that's it, the crazy yeah. thing. It, it'll end up taking care of itself. But what I was going to say from a consumer perspective, when you stop shopping somewhere like that, and there isn't a good alternative. It draws you back in. That's one of the reasons why these these boycotts and things like that rarely work is because That's you'll right. you'll be back. You'll yep. be back. And guess what? I mean, I I was like, oh, I'm not gonna shop there. And I did finally go back there because that is the place I used to get stocking stuffers from for the kids. Yeah. And I went over to Walmart and their selection was terrible and stuff was half opened and it was horrible. So I went over to Target and I got my stocking stuffers there. And lo and behold, one of my friends who loves Target and never boycotts Target um, just sends me a picture of myself at the checkout stand. Like, (laughs) I caught you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm telling on myself, I did. I went in there for the first time in about a year just to get stocking stuffers. And I feel so dirty. (laughs) Can I point out another company that is actually like super left wing, but everybody loves to shop at because it's just dirt cheap. Walmart? Costco. 
Oh yeah, mm. Costco's yeah. like hardcore, like pro big labor, pro union. Costco, man. Like the the executives at Costco are like major donors to the Democratic Party. They spoke at a DNC convention oh, in yeah. a presidential election, like yeah. I, either in 2016, I think it was, or 2012. Um, like extremely left wing. I leadership will say over one right wing company that um, the CEO actually donated to Nick's. Um, congressional campaign back when he ran and it is no well that's that's a conservative too no this was overstock.com oh yes yes yeah Yeah. now some of their stuff is hit and miss well i don't know that leads me to an interesting point um because we haven't talked about jeremy's razors yet and we (laughs) we had we had done a we had had a conversation quite a few months ago about this and i think what's so fascinating about that situation is i it's a great example of entrepreneurs bringing a product to the market and I haven't tested the product yet. I would like to at some point, but we'll assume for the moment that it is a good product and it does provide a good service. They are entrepreneurs bringing a good product to the market to counter the left-wing narrative that other razor companies are producing. They, they are delivering to the public. Um, and, and I think that that's a, the solution that we w- should be looking for. And I want to hear you talk more about that next. No, I, well, Jeremy raises, first of all, Daily Wire has now established a reputation of doing things of, of high quality. Yeah. Um, and, and it was funny because we've, we've talked about this. Any Christian kid that grew up in the 80s, all right, or early 90s, watched a whole lot of Christian movies or programming that you're like. And Christian music. Oh, this is. Remember Great. Carmen? We were guys? talking about horrible. this yesterday. You do so not get horrible. to slam Carmen. <laughs> Carmen was wonderful, and I will die on that hill. Carmen, Carmen was wonderful, yeah. but I would die on the hill. But no, it, it really there was there was a lot of stuff. And and again, I'm not I'm not trying to be mean because a lot of them were low budget. They didn't have much to work with. They didn't have a lot of, of people experts. But it has consistently gotten better. Like if you're watching some of the the old like 80s era Christian movies versus like The Chosen. Like night and day, right? Like the chosen is incredibly well produced. Um, they've done a good job. I know there are some people that look at it and kind of nitpick here and there. And like, I get it. Not everything's going to be perfect, but yeah, there's have, a bit of artistic license, yeah, just like Veggie Tales. You have to admit, you have to admit, the quality has gone up significantly, and um, and that's kind of the the point of a lot of the stuff that we look at is that you know, again, we we want it to actually be you know good quality stuff, and yeah. but. Again, to Tina's point, if you don't really have an alternative, it's easy to get pushed back in, especially yeah. when the stuff that's being put out by the opposition is done so well. Sure. Um, so what what we've kind of done, like the another one that I'm really frustrated with, and, and Tina and I have this battle all the time, because if Tina goes to the store to get groceries, she goes to Martin's. Martin's. And I go to Walmart. I go to the I go to what I always call I feel the, like everybody at Walmart wants to store. run me down with their cart. <laughs> That's not I, true. If You're you stop so for just right a now. second trying to find what you need, it's like somebody's sitting there like nudging you with their cart. That's because working people are busy, Tina, right? We need to get our stuff and get out, right? We don't have time to like meander through the really? store. Let's watch the people of Walmart music video on the- You know what? I'll tell you what, you're treading on some dangerous <laughs> ground here, right? Me and my Walmart peeps. But here's what here's what we've discovered is like lately, a lot of the stuff that, um, I, you know, again, it doesn't shock me if Walmart donates to both sides of the political spectrum. But when they start when they start doing the quote family friendly drag shows, when they start doing and now I'm looking at Walmart going, what are you doing? Like, is this really something that you have to like wade into to the degree where you're gonna you're gonna plaster, you know, your logo all over the backdrop of, of again, a, a very out there public, you know, quote, family friendly drag show where kids are going up and putting dollar bills or giving dollar bills. I have never seen a family friendly burlesque show. That's what it is. It is a burlesque show. Like, again, I, it, it is it is by baffling its nature. To me. It's baffling to me how you can actually have a show that is by design supposed to be erotic. But as soon as you slap a rainbow flag on it, hey, it's family friendly. Hey, packaging. Like, packaging. Uh, my gosh. So, but I, I've started to see more and more as like Walmart's doing this. And it, again, what I loved about Walmart as a dude is that I can go to a one store and pretty much get everything I need right in one place. Yep. And then I can leave and I'm out of there and I don't got to go to four different places. And so I really appreciate about that. But again, there's, there's a reason why next year, this will, this will next year will be the first year that, you know, we will have had, we'll, we will have cattle, we will, we're actually raising meat birds. We're doing all this other stuff because we want to try to cut out as much of 
the grocery store as possible. And part of that started off as just kind of issues with, you know, it's stuff that we wanted to do that we thought would be, you know, kind of interesting and, and good for our kids to know how to do and all that stuff. But mm. it's more and more becoming a way to say, like, I'm not going to be dependent on a company that trashes my values and actively works against them, like actively works against them. We're not talking about somebody that happens to own a company that disagrees with me and votes differently or, or hands a campaign donation. We're talking about companies that are now going out of their way to support things that, that I find to be very problematic within society, if not openly perverse, versus, you know, or, or companies that are doing that and, and trying to find a way to get around what's already been established. And so part of that has to, that's part of the reason why we're interested in the homesteading and the gardening and, and being able to do that. Again, it started off as just being interested in something that we thought was neat. Then it became, okay, resilience based off of supply chain issues. Then it became, you know what? I'm not going to be beholden. I'm not going to support the companies that are actively working to tear down the things that I believe in. And so w one of the things that, you know, we've looked at is, okay, I'm, I don't think it is a reasonable expectation to tell conservatives that you need to completely cut every company that, you know, disagrees with you out of, out of your shopping habits. I don't think that's realistic based off of what's currently available right. within the marketplace. But what are, are, are there steps you can take in order to, in order to help create a marketplace that you would much rather be a part of? And the answer to that question is yes. And it, it, it isn't always going to be as convenient now, but, it, but if, you, if we take the time now to kind of engage with it and say, okay, we have somebody like Public Square that's actually doing a good job providing something of, of, that I want, access to a marketplace that I want, and they've, they've made it fairly easy to navigate and work with, and it's got, some, it, it's got some work to do, right? But it's there. Okay, great. It's Christmas. I'm going to find two or three things that I'm going I'm to try one of these companies, and I'm going to get something there. Like instead of getting the T-shirt, Somewhere else, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shop here and I'm going to get it here. And we're going to give them a shot. And it right. better be quality, right? But we're going to give them a shot. And I think this is a good time of year to do something Yeah, so like now that. that you mentioned the t-shirt. I do. Okay, so I, <laughs> so I had <laughs> Tell somebody. Tell the story about that. I had somebody contact me on Instagram. And, and by the way, we've actually had a lot of people reach out to us that want to do affiliate marketing. And, and to date, we've always said no. Um, because again, it's important to us that if, if we're going to stand by, if we're going to say this is a good product, then we actually have to be comfortable with it, like it and know it and, and the whole deal. So again, maybe one day, but not today. Um, but they, they reached out to me and they, they loved our, like my coffee mug stuff that I do on Instagram and whatnot. And, um, what's the name of the company? It's, it's American freedom company, <laughs> American nice. freedom company, right? Nice. They do apparel. And, and again, they're, they're actually on public, they're on public square, but you can go to American freedom, uh, and what, what I saw was, you know, again, uh, they reached out to me and said, hey, Nick, we'd love to send you a shirt. And I said, no, 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 don't send me one. I'll buy one. Mm -hmm. Right. And the reason why I wanted to buy one is because this is this company's based in, I believe it's Tennessee. But the company has a Culpepper Minutemen, Liberty or Death, Don't Tread on Me, Gadsden flag uh, shirt. Right. And you've seen me wear that on, on the show before. So I ordered that and I said, you know, that's, it's interesting. I represent the area in the Virginia House of Delegates that this originates from. Like That's I am great. the delegate from Culpepper. Um, in fact, it was, it was cool. We used to be referred to as the gentleman or the gentleman, but I was the gentleman from Culpepper whenever they called me before. I always thought that was kind of cool. You, yeah. They got rid of those because of the pronoun <laughs> situation. But they, so anyways, we, we, I saw that shirt and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy that one. And so they, they sent me that one. They also sent me this one though, which I thought was hysterical because again, it's the don't tread on meat shirt, which obviously, you know, the WF and Klaus Schwab wants us to all start eating crickets. So, do he, so does Bill Gates, right? As he buys <laughs> up, you know, 290,000 acres of farmland. Um, right. But when I, when I first got the shirt, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy this. Right. And it was a little bit more expensive than you might get somewhere else. But my whole thing is, and, and Tina will tell you this, I've, I've gotten on this thing where I wear a lot of t-shirts. I'm not a formal guy. I want them to fit correctly and I want them to be comfortable. Right. And most of them don't. Yeah, most, a lot of the fabric of, is itchy or it's Most thin, of the stuff you get is good. absolute crap. Like we, we started buying True Classic t-shirts because I really liked how they fit and they mm -hmm. were very comfortable. Um, and they, they hide the dad bod well. Right? <laughs> but um, so I got, I got these ones. I'm like, okay, we'll see. Um, we'll see. And, and if, and if I like it, I'll say, Hey, thank you very much. That was, or, or if it's okay, I'll say, thank you very much. But it was that same feel, right? It was like, I like the way it fits. It's very comfortable. I can go work out with them. They don't fall apart after I wash them. Right. So 
yeah, so American Freedom Company, they've 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 earned my business. And they haven't even paid us. And they have they haven't paid. They did send me <laughs> a shirt right. though. They did yeah, send yeah. me they I, did send me a shirt. So or two shirts I love during it. the day. And I love that high quality companies are getting the attention that they deserve. I know we only have a few minutes left. I really think that we put a good I think we put this into a good package by telling people the benefits of trying to look for conservative friendly companies who don't hate them. Um, I I was thinking though, money's a little bit tight this year. What's a good way we can tell companies we appreciate what they're doing, even if we can't buy much from them? We've talked about like talking uh, public square with them and getting an affiliate link and getting companies enrolled. Is there any, besides giving them shout outs like we just said, is there anything we can do to show them that we appreciate what they're doing? What do you think? Sharing a company's content on your Instagram story or your Facebook story or something of that nature goes a long, long way for small businesses. What One of the things that's, and here's the other thing that's really interesting that we're seeing in uh, advertising is that more and more People are not going to, I mean, yeah, if you're going to go do a TV ad, they're, they're probably going to go to some advertising company and, and get some sort of, you know, the typical actors and models and stuff like that you see to, to try to do the, but more and more, and we saw this, especially during COVID, um, it was actually people on Instagram reels. It was people on TikTok that just had a camera at home and liked doing this stuff. And they did it as part of their content. And the next thing you know, they were being hired by companies yeah. because they had really creative ways to be able to share you know, uh, something about a particular product. And it could be something as simple as, you know, Sprite. I, I was watching this, um, I was watching this one uh, content creator on Reels and people would send her like, hey, do this one or, or do like do Sprite or do yogurt or do this. I love that. And she would come up with these really cool ways and she'd show you how she was doing it. Yeah. Um, and it, it made it really interesting to watch. And then all of a sudden that's also brand placement and everything else for the company. And so more and more you, you see uh, content creators on social media platforms um, that that have some sort of skill, right? So it's not good enough to simply wear something and be like, you should buy this because that just seems, I mean, it's well, lame. We all know what it is. That you can do- but when someone has a skill set that they're using to advertise something that they actually believe in or think is, is cool, um, I, I know as, as, as someone that I, you know, I don't buy a ton of stuff, but if I see somebody that I like and respect using something that I might use, um, and, and they're talking about it in a way that actually makes sense or, or they're funny. I, I really love the funny. Ad. I got to say one of the funniest ads I ever saw, one of the best ad campaigns I ever saw was old spice. When old spice did that one where it was like, it was that really like buff dude. And he's like, you know, imagine you're a man. Unfortunately, I'm not your man, but your man could smell like me. <laughs> and it was, it was hysterical. <laughs> right? And I'm watching this going. Is that the one where he's like, look at your man. Now look at me. Yeah. Unfortunately, okay. I'm not your man. <laughs> But it, anyways, when, when people do stuff like that, so another way that you can actually help out some of these companies, even if you don't got a, a ton of money to spend, um, if you are using their product in a way that like makes sense and you're actually talking about, hey, man, this really worked and this is why and this is why I liked it, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I know a lot of the stuff that I've learned about gardening. I mean, The reason why I own so many um, cattle panels is because Jess from Roots and Refuge showed how you could use cattle panels to do effective trellis gardening. Cool. Tractor yeah. Supply has gotten a ton of business from me because a content <laughs> creator on you know YouTube was showing me how to more effectively grow you know produce in a shorter space in a way that awesome. looked cool. But for people that aren't content creators, it's always good if you did get a good product from somewhere to write a review. Yeah. Um, yes. The reason why I say this is because... Um, I do all of my shopping almost online because I'm actually a bit of an introvert and don't love to go out to the stores all the time. Um, I'm just not somebody that likes to spend time doing that. And so um, I will find products and I will read through many, many, many reviews before I make a choice. And so when I find something that's really good, I will immediately go in and leave a review. Like I, I bought, um, these chicken feeders that where it's this cool, it looks like a bo- a metal box and it's got a lid on it and they put their head in through this pipe and they can eat from the bottom and the food falls down and it keeps the food dry. They can't scratch it into the dirt and it cut our food costs. Like our, our 
chicken feed costs like by really? two thirds. Yeah. Huge. It was wow. huge difference, yeah. and um, it makes. I mean. All the difference in the world. And we've encountered storm after storm after storm, and that food never gets wet. Wow. So, and it's outside. Do you watch YouTube reviews as well? Not, uh, only sometimes, but like, to me, I I went and I just, I wrote a review for that. Yeah. Uh, because I, I feel like if you've got something that really made a big impact on you, yeah. did well for you, you should definitely leave feedback and, and sometimes maybe leave unique feedback that's interesting and funny maybe like nick the other day <laughs> left a uh feedback for yoder's dutch delights and if if you're in uh the central virginia area you probably know who yoder's donuts are um they create these oh, amazing so donuts they oh, are yeah. glazed and yeah. it's like a sweet delicious baby angel <laughs> Duncan glaze. Anyway, they I love it. That, yeah, that they are donut amazing. Would feature the precious moments. Bible. And uh, <laughs> Nick wrote Nick wrote a hilarious review about these donuts being so good that they convert atheists. So I thought that was pretty. Like they're the they are. What did you say? Oh, I can't even find. I can't even find where I wrote the review. But I basically said it was the the Dutch Dutch delights donuts. Um, argument for the existence of God. <laughs> yeah. I talked about how only, that. only it's, it's a theological theory that only in a universe where there is a good and all knowing and loving God could such donuts That's exist. Yeah. In fact, That's they're fair. so good that when Richard Dawkins had one, he was quoted as saying, damn, I've been wrong all along. And then was immediately <laughs> baptized by the Pope. Yeah. That's what Amazing. he said. But, um, but like to your question, Hamilton, I do sometimes do, um, look at reviews on, uh, on, YouTube, um, when it's like a larger item, like we, we wanted to research tractors. So we watch review after review after review on different tractors. Um, and you know, like chicken pluckers and things like yeah. that. <laughs> you know, one thing I know that we're at the very end here. One thing that I find really interesting is a few years ago, I started thinking to myself, you know, like the whole polarization or sorting the the great sorting is the phrase that people have been using to describe people sorting themselves into ideological categories you know based on on political values and worldviews and we've been seeing it play out geographically right you know conservatives moving to more conservative places liberals moving to more liberal places in purple america basically vanishing off the map and and then i started thinking you know the same thing's going to end up happening with companies right like corporations are going to increasingly pick a side, quote unquote, and just pander to that side. And yeah. you especially saw it first with news, right? You, you, you yeah. saw a lot of legacy news outlets that decided, you know, reporting is a really hard thing. We're just going to be a propaganda piece for one, you know, one half of the country, right? The, you know, the New York Times made an explicit decision to just pander to one half of the country and just write stuff that only appeals to them. And then I started thinking that, we're going to get the exact same thing on the consumer side of businesses, not just like within journalism. And I feel like that we're starting to get to that point because a good chunk of this country is really fed up and sick and tired of corporate America explicitly pushing wokeism on them and lecturing them about how they're bad people while they're giving them money. And then they turn yeah. around and they take that money and they donate to political causes that despise them. And mm -hmm. I, I like, like there's a reason that states like Florida and Arizona are now like pushing back on the ESG stuff and they're like pulling funds out of BlackRock. And I think that this is just going to pick up like the whole public square thing. I don't think is where this ends. I think this is where this begins. Oh, yeah. No, right. it, it, you, you can yeah. only treat your customers with contempt for so long before they notice and then Very they start true. seeking out alternatives. And, and it, well, here's what's also interesting. I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you the reason why it's so important to actually Think about how you engage within the marketplace. Um, again, we, we would all prefer to engage in a marketplace where we don't got to consider this. We'd love to leave all the politics at the door and just get a good product or a good service. And, and great, I, I would be fine with that. That's not the world we live in anymore. No. And we're not the ones that ask for this fight. So it is what it is. But I will, I will tell you, you're going to watch more and more as certain companies start running to the government looking for regulatory and tax protection against the competition. So that's right. It is more and more critical that again, you know, you don't just vote with your vote. You vote with your dollar. And again, we're, we're never going to sit here and advocate and tell you like, you got to vote. You, you got to buy something just because it's American made or just because it's veteran owned or just because it's local. We're going to tell you to buy the best product for the best value. But 
I think you're going to be shocked to find that there's a lot of companies out there that share uh, your, your worldview and your values, and they're looking for customers, and they're competing with a lot of companies that are going to do everything they can to keep them out of the marketplace. And it's up to us to make sure that they can't do it, that we actually throw them a lifeline and, uh, again, help them out as we're helping ourselves out. So with that, happy shopping for the rest of your Christmas season. And always, always, always remember that as important as all this is, it's not what Christmas is about. And so enjoy your time with family. And most of all, thank God for the reconciliation that is represented in the birth of Jesus Christ. We'll see you next episode. Once again, thank you very much for listening. If you want to support the show, again, one of the best ways you can do it is by heading over to goodranchers.com with promo code Nick. You're going to get $15 off. You sign up for one of those subscriptions and you're going to get up to $480 of free meat with that subscription. You get to pick top sirloin, salmon, chicken breast, bacon. It is all up to you. Plus, if you're looking for gifts to get for the people that are impossible to shop for, goodranchers.com also has gift boxes. You need to act quick. This is part of their overall Black Friday special. So head on over to goodranchers.com, use promo code Nick, and once again, thank you for listening.